I've spent the last 12 years trying to find the ultimate model to run a chiropractic business, and I think I discovered it. The Clinic Gym Hybrid Model, where you integrate fitness with the great care that chiropractic offices offer. Now, I perfected that model, and I sold that business last year. Now I've gone full-time into discovering how to help others build the same model in their practice, and I have the goal of 100 hybrid clinics starting up in the next year. So follow along as we interview the greatest guests, thought leaders in our space here, and discover the ways to perfect this model so that you can run an amazing business that also contributes to your time off, increased pay, and increased fulfillment by doing the care that you truly believe in. I'm Dr. Josh Satterley, and this is Clinic Gym Radio. Hey, everybody, and welcome back to another exciting episode of Clinic Gym Radio. I'm your host, Dr. Josh Satterley, and I am joined today by Dr. Brandon Steele. Brandon, how are you? I'm doing excellent. How about yourself? I'm doing great, man. I really appreciate you spending some time with us. I know you're in between patients and got to get back to it, but... uh. I wanted to have you on because can you give me a little bit of history of your, the name and the history of your company that uh, is doing everything it can to make chiropractic the best profession it can be? You know, I don't think anybody's ever asked me how we came up with the name. So that might be, uh, that's actually a, a better story. All right. There's a, a saying uh, as far as uh, horse riding, are you going to cowboy up or are you going to lay there and bleed? Yeah. Uh, so I heard that quote and uh, it turned into Cairo up. It started off as a joke, but then it turned into a name. Um, but it, it, it has a lot to do with chiropractic. You know, we get a lot of things thrown our way when it comes to legislation, when it comes to schools, when it comes to perceptions. And uh, you can take it, you can lay it on and bleed, or you can move on and, and create a success out of yourself. Man, it means a whole lot more now that you've told me that story. I love it. <laughs> yeah, so that's, that's what ChiroUp is. It's, it was not designed. It, it's, a, it's a program designed for chiropractors to make your life uh, a little more efficient, a little more effective as far as clinically um, but it was designed for me. Um, it was designed on a piece of construction paper. Uh, my partner and I just wanted to have some more standardization in our practice uh, when we treat anything musculoskeletal to make sure that we're taking a, a pretty uh, a, a focal approach at it and to say, you know what, this is impingement syndrome of the shoulder. Uh-huh. What can we do about it? You know, what are the treatments? What are the patient education pieces? What are the rehab pieces? And then how can we make it standardized for myself and the other uh, two chiropractors we have in our clinic? And a chiropractor, just the way we do that um, on a, a day-by-day basis. Awesome. So this was the uh, old uh, business proposition of made something that because you were uh, sick and tired of the way it was going for you, and it turns out you weren't the only one. You know what? It's, it's so funny. And uh, one of the quotes that we had early on in practice or early on in, um, in, in creation um, is everybody, almost every single person that ever signed up for it was, oh my God, I had this idea in chiropractic school. I just you know, couldn't do it. And, uh, and then it turned into, you know, our slogan was Cairo because you didn't have time or money to do it yourself. <laughs> and, uh, but, but it really, in, in everybody's got, you know, time when they first start out in practice. And, and yeah. unfortunately, we just don't have enough money when we first start out in right. practice. And then once you get a little busier, you have enough money, but you don't necessarily have time. Yeah. Uh, it turned on us, you know, we, we got kind of tired of trading time for money um, as far as in practice. We spent a lot of time educating people on the same stuff we educated the last patient on. And the same rehab program for your Achilles tendinopathy, I'm going to give it to the next guy. Um, so we could standardize a lot of things. Not everything is standardized, but um, there's a lot of things that can save you time and energy in practice. It, so. It's funny because, you know, I, I use some biz, business automation software in my, in my business. And uh, one of the providers put on this great event and he said, automate the things that you can't do as a human, but never automate a hug. And I, that always sticks with me. Like when you, when you standardize like, oh, this is the Achilles rehab, 
and it's standardized and you're not searching for it, it allows you, in my experience, and love to hear your opinion, but it allows you to deliver the human piece at a much higher level because you're not feeling like, oh, I'm tired, I'm sick, oh my God, this is the eighth Achilles tendon I've seen, you know, I've seen in the last week and oh, it's so boring and why don't these people understand? And it's like, no, 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 we have this plan. Now just be the most incredible human being you can be and they'll appreciate it. Oh, I, I absolutely love that. And uh, the reason I love that is because people take this evidence-based paradigm to a T and most people don't build very successful practices uh, generally from the people I talk to because they're so focused on the nuances. And remember, mm-hmm. remembering all the rehab protocols or the best treatments for every single condition, you can't do that. That's not possible. Mm-hmm. You'll drive yourself nuts. Um, but if you have at least a, um, a recipe to start from and you can get that patient started, then you can focus on that one or two things. <laughs> or sometimes, uh, if you've been in practice enough, just give the patient a hug um, yeah. because that's what the person needs at that time. Uh, yeah. Focusing on the, the specifics with each patient and then making sure that you have a, um, an idea or a pathway with that patient uh, that is a little more uniform and, and evidence-based, um, and then to, to allow yourself the, the freedom to go in and, and nitpick the pieces, the hobbies, the habits that person has, and focus on those one or two things uh, that are, are special about that patient. Nice. So uh, going back to Cairo, my understanding is these rehab protocols are evidence informed. There's evidence that you guys have backing up every, every one of them, but you're also blending that with, here's your experience of what actually human beings are like. And also it appears to me from the outside looking in, like here's also what's easy for the doctor to deliver, right? I mean, there's always like research that says, oh, you should do this. And it's like aqua therapy, submerge the patient up to their neck. It's like, okay, so you just where, where am I going to put this 12 foot deep pool? Like, you know, yeah, you know, and I'm, I'm glad you brought that up. That was one of the biggest complaints that we hear are heard in the very beginning of Cairo. And we still hear from schools a little bit. Um, is that we, you kind of make it a little bit too easy if you have cliff notes for every single condition, <laughs> uh, but I do believe you have to have those cliff notes. You have to have a standard of care. So what we have done and what we continue to do on a monthly basis is to go through 97 or 98 conditions that we have and to pull out new information. So it's a constant literature review of evidence-based information, meaning I can actually pull that sentence out of an actual research article, okay. citation. So there's very little wiggle room on those recommendations, meaning we, can, we have evidence to back those up. Mm-hmm. However, that is just a recommendation. And what you probably recognize, and, and anybody's been on practice for more than five years, there's the best, and then there's what gets it done. Um, so you have to make sure that the person used their experience, used their training, using the tools and the space they have um, to, to get that person out of pain. So that's where evidence informed comes in. So we have a really neat system of doing that, that we have about 1,000 to 1,100 people around the world who use Cairo up and use our standardized diagnoses, which are ICD-10 diagnoses. Um, and then we can actually measure their clinical results. So we can see everybody making those diagnoses, but we can also see their 30-day outcomes where we can say, you know what, Dr. Satterley sees rotator cuff syndrome four times, everybody's 100% better at the end of 30 days, and we can see your satisfaction scores, meaning they're all 90%, um, you know, they rate their care as, a, as highly satisfied, and they want to re- recommend you to a friend. So then we can take a look at at the end of each year and see which providers get the best outcomes. And then we have them teach the rest of our subscribers a webinar on what to do differently. And that's how we merge evidence-based with evidence-informed, which would be that video. And then also, obviously, 
the seminars and the education, uh, then you merge all those things together and that's what you do to patients. All right. That last uh, little two minutes should have got a lot of people warm and tingly inside <laughs> about what you just offered them. So before I forget to do this later, how can people find, how can they become part of ChiroUp? How can they, they get it? ChiroUp is something that is devised by chiropractors. And I want to say that, and I, I want to bring up a point that we've all as chiropractors have signed up for a service or a product or an idea or a seminar series, and then realized it wasn't that creative an idea. Uh -huh. um, and so sometimes when you get a really good idea, you're like, oh, I want to jump on that. Um, and then you get locked into something you really don't want. Um, so what we've done is developed a, um, a reoccurring system where uh -huh. we give it to everybody uh, for the two weeks for free uh, to try uh -huh. it, uh, to implement it in your practice. And then we have four people here that do their best to make sure that we understand your goals and what you want out of your practice. I want new patients. I want more MD referrals. I want uh, higher patient satisfaction scores. I want whatever it is, uh, better SEO, more Facebook uh, mm -hmm. interaction. And then what we do is we, uh, we make sure that you understand how Cairo can do all those things for you in those first two weeks. And then after that, it's a, a software as a service, meaning you sign up for it. It's at CairoUp.com and um, you start using it. If you find that you like it, next month, you're going to want to buy it again. Uh, if you don't want it, then you call us and you cancel it and we, we, we cancel it. There's no contracts, there's no commitments, there's no setup fees, no termination fees. Uh, we're sick and tired of those kind of companies. Uh, we want to be the company that people find value in. And if you get value, just stick with us. And our, our retention rate is above 98%. So the people who do use it, use it. Uh, the people who sign up for it and they never use it, well, they're going to they're gonna cancel at some point. Um, yeah, there's we, no way that they dive in there and consume it and go, this isn't worth it. I mean, you'd be like saying, I know I could be a great uh, chiropractor, but eh, I just want to be middle of the road. <laughs> exactly. So we, we try to make sure it's a very fair price, yeah. a very fair program, and, and hopefully we meet everybody's goals. And, and if we That's don't, awesome. we're at the right company for you. And so, so the pieces of it, so you have the, the education, which you just talked about, right? Uh, you offer these uh, regular webinars for people, whatever you want to call those, your um, bright stars in the community about certain conditions? Yes, they give expert advice. Yeah, per and then you also have, um, go into the, I didn't, I didn't know you guys do anything with the MD referrals or the SEO. So I had a question. I don't take credit for a lot of stuff, but I, I think this one I, I may take a little bit of credit for. Um, and, but it wasn't my idea, but the, the, the invention of the product was. So my partner said that we have a problem in chiropractic. And that is that the only thing that we see are medical failures. Mm -hmm. And I thought to myself, and I was like, you're right. You know, a lot of times people will come in and say, you know what? I've tried my other doctor, my real doctor. I've tried acupuncture and massage, and I don't really know what else to do. I'm going to try you. You know, I'm, I'm, you're my last resort or what have you. And our, our issue with that is a lot of times that all we do is see medical failures. Um, what do you think the medical doctors see? They see all uh, of our failures. Chiropractic failures, yeah. Absolutely. And we all yeah. fail. There's nothing we're going to do to solve that problem. However, what if every medical doctor saw each one of our successes? Mm -hmm. And I think that if every chiropractor in the U.S. sent an actual initial report to the MD saying, hey, saw Dr. Satterley. He's got impingement syndrome of the shoulder. I'm going to see him six times over two weeks. I'm going to do some myofascial release, some rehab, and some manipulation. And I expect him to be 75% better. Uh, that's great. You know, I, I highly recommend everybody do that. However, what if at the end of that, we send him another report and say, hey, Dr. Smith, I saw Dr. Satterley. He's 100% better after six visits. He's out of my carries back in years. And that doctor, because you're going to fax it over, 
Uh, it has your logo, your name, and a positive result associated with it. What happens when that doctor gets 20, 30 uh, reports from you on a yearly basis? They're going to say, you know what? I know somebody who can treat rotator cuff syndrome. Yeah, I love it. And so, so that builds the relationships with the MDs or the primary care providers, whatever they're, they're going for. Yeah, it's funny you mentioned that because like uh, I actually had an early mentor tell me, remember your successes are not walking my office, but your failures often do. And I was like, hmm, never thought about that. <laughs> and, I, and he said, what, what's your opinion of uh, epidural steroid injections? I was like, they don't work. He's like, actually, they work often. Yep. Who walks in your office is the people who had them and then it didn't work. Or they, he said, because the people who did work, they're out riding their bike and playing golf. They're not coming in your office. I was like, exactly. that's a great point. So, and then uh, what about the SEO part? I mean, cause, cause you know, chiropractors are busy and they're seeing people all the time. There's not a lot of time to do the back end, you know, optimization of your website and make sure it links back to this. So uh, you guys help out in that way as well. Yeah, so we, we, have a, we have somebody who helps out with that a lot as far as consulting. And okay. she felt there were two things that really need to happen. As far as if you had to stop and drop and just do only two things, what would they be? And when it comes to your website, it's Google reviews. And I don't care how good or bad your website is. Uh, I don't care if it's optimized or backlinks or, or what have you. You need Google reviews. And uh, whether you like it or not, that has to get done. So we have the ability for each one of our um, condition reports, whenever you send that, that communication out, that those exercise out to those patients and patient education, that they actually have your Google link on their, uh, their email. All they do is have to click it. It automatically pre-populates from any kind of device, mobile device, desktop, what have you, um, and pulls up your site, five stars. All they have to do is click post or, or actually leave a comment. And then we also have the ability when somebody's leaving your office and they say, hey, I saw Dr. Steele. I'm, I'm feeling much better. Great, Josh. I, could you send a, uh, give him a Google review and then we can through up, send them a link and they don't need to enter anything. They don't need to search for anything. It just automatically gives them the link so they can pull it up from their phone. And if we can make it less steps and easier for them to do, we get more reviews. Uh, so that's the first thing is Google reviews. The second part is Facebook. Like it or not, that's what people are on as far as a platform more than anything else. And uh, so we actually post content to their sites on a daily basis, uh, on the weekdays. Uh, so we're putting out videos and, you know, uh, recommendations and new research, all lay, uh, you know, uh, associated, not doctor talk, you know, for the general public, uh, to make sure that people understand uh, that what their perception of chiropractors and what the reality of what chiropractors do, uh, make sure we align that a little more um, so they understand that this is what an evidence-based chiropractor does. Here's who he treats and here's how he does it. Awesome. And you actually, I just want to make sure because you, you, uh, you actually post it on their site for, on their Facebook page for them. I like, is it Staples that has the easy button? Yeah. The commercial has the easy button. Uh, we try to make everything as simple as possible, meaning the easy button, click done. Yeah. Uh, when people use that service within Kairoff, it's just done. Um, they don't have to do anything. It's automatic. So it's not because I've had these services before. Oh, yeah, we'll send you a bunch of stuff you post on your Facebook page. And it's like, no, we do it for you. It, it's like those one or two steps in the middle make it so ridiculous. That's, that's awesome. That's incredible, man. Yeah. Uh, so it, that's, that's another thing is that's not our business. That's not what I do. Um, I don't, I don't care about Facebook posts. Um, I don't care um, about any of that stuff. Um, uh -huh. but the simple fact is if we're going to change the perception of chiropractic, um, and that is a passion of mine, um, just like we talked about before this podcast, yeah. 
my you know my goal is to change the perception of chiropractic and what people think we do and the, the results they think we get um, and Facebook is one of those things um, so that's why we added that service we and Cairo when it started was not what it is now um, it started as something very rudimentary and then when we get new ideas or new thoughts or new um, uh, functionality people give us that information and then we turn into reality that's that's awesome. What's uh what's something that was generated by the marketplace that you that you offer? Uh, we've got some cool things coming out in the next couple, uh, uh, probably about two months. Uh, there's a, a version two coming out that's going to have the ability. Well, actually, it's already it's already functional. Uh, the ability to share protocols. Um, so let's imagine you were at a seminar with Craig Levinson. Uh, okay. We talked about uh, plantar fasciitis. How cool would it be if you could actually take his seminar and then leave his seminar with exactly the education, videos on how he treats it, and his actual rehabilitation for that condition, and you could use it on Monday. So not only if you went to a factor class or an MPI class or any one of yeah. those, but you'd actually get that information and then you'd be able to utilize and practice. And that's where that knowledge transfer gap happens is that we learn all these great things how water therapy is great for osteoarthritis, but we can't use those things in practice. Uh, so we're trying to find a way to bridge that knowledge gap and make it easier to practice. So like at the very end, you can give your patient a hug and stop worrying about what are the three top tests for tarsal tunnel syndrome. Wow. And, and so they could, they could share those protocols and it would be in a usable system on Monday. The usable system not being what you remembered from Sunday and then you flew home and you had a couple drinks at the airport and woke up and saw your kids again and you know, all the, all the things that do happen in the reality of, of being a human that also practices chiropractic. Yeah. It's no longer, how did you do that treatment? Or maybe I don't remember that or what exercise was that? It's already done. Man, that's amazing. And <laughs> so you got to be charging 1500 bucks a month for this because that's about the <laughs> how much would you pay for that? <laughs> yeah. So that, that functionality is, is already coded. It's not, it's not readily available in Cairo yet. The MD Connect, yeah. now, the Google reviews part, the wow. surveying, we survey everybody. Um, all awesome. that stuff is already a part of Cairo. You know, as nice. far as that goes. Uh, we do charge 150 a month. Um, and like I said, there's no contracts or commitments or anything like that. Yeah. I it, it mean, it's ridiculous how cheap that is for what you just talked about. Real quick, uh, before we get back to our interview, I want to make sure that you know our website, clinicgymhybrid.com, and you know that we offer a, a series of high-impact lessons, 42 lessons, in fact, in our Accelerator Light program. And the goal of that is to get you up and running and get that first few thousand dollars of recurring revenue from memberships in your gym, all right? So if that's something you're, you're interested in, go ahead and head over to clinicgymhybrid.com. Again, that's clinicgymhybrid.com. And we will get you set up there with our accelerator program. All right. And now let's get back to our interview. Thanks. So let, let's, let me just dive in real quick. Uh, Cause I got a couple questions. You said there's like 97 common diagnoses that you guys cover. Yes. What did it start out as? I mean, one. it was a list. <laughs> I guess it always starts with one. Yeah. Yeah. The first one was actually impingement syndrome of the shoulder. Um, and, uh, and after that we got to 15. Uh, which took us about six months, probably even a little bit longer than that. Just out of curiosity, I mean, impingement syndrome for the shoulder is fairly rare in the chiropractic office, right? I mean, like, I would have guessed it would have started with a low back condition and then moved into, you know, something with the neck and, the, you, you know what I mean? Like, just, uh, so why did it start there? 
So most people don't know this, but about, uh, I think it's 55 to 64% of all shoulder problems are impingement syndrome. And the wow. number two diagnosis that walks into any medical office for musculoskeletal care is shoulder pain. Wow. So the shoulder is bigger than we think it is. It's kind of like thoracic outlet syndrome. We think it's rare. That's just because we're not diagnosing it. It's walking in all the time. We're just not really, you know, um, uh, treating it. It's kind of like BPPV when someone's on your table and you get them up and they're like, oh, I'm a little busy. What do you say? You say, oh, hold on a second. Okay, you feeling good? Okay, I'll see you on Tuesday. Instead, it's having the ability to say, oh, you're a little dizzy. Let's take a look at that and let's treat BPPV. Um, so it's the, it's the difference in treating back pain and neck pain versus actually digging in and treating everything that we can instead of just treating what they think we can treat. Um, so it started off with the, the main ones. Obviously, we've got lumbar spine disc problems and uh, foot hyperpronation and uh, plantar fasciitis and all the, all the big diagnoses are in there. Um, and now we're, we're slowly uh, chipping away at each one of those. We actually took a little time off practice. We still practice the whole time, but we, uh, we took a, a day off practice and did nothing but work on this for about two years to get it up and going. Um, and that, that's part of it's the research. The other part is obviously coding and functionality and, and designing it. All the fun things. <laughs> yeah, not, not so much. Um, but yeah, it, it keeps on growing. The last one we just put, in fact, one comes out next month uh, for, um, gluteal tendinopathy. Um, Ooh, that's a good one. We got some great stuff, uh, from uh, some Australian groups. I uh, got some great stuff from the ACA rehab council. Uh, we did our research review. We've got some new videos, new exercise, new evaluations. Uh, and I learned stuff. It's fun. It's, it's, uh, it's truly, uh, really a learning process yeah. when you can learn about a new thing and then you can actually implement it. Yeah. I mean, again, being <laughs> talking about humans and and clinical practice. Being a human is tough because we are biased. For example, I have a lumbar spine uh, disc herniation, so I'm biased towards that diagnosis and others that complain of back pain. I mean, it's human nature. And then the treatment that worked on you, I, I, you being like l people listening, it's oftentimes we think that is the best treatment for this condition. And it's like, maybe you were in the 14% of people that it works well on, but the 68% that respond better, actually respond better to something else. So along those paths, like what was one of the more surprising things you discovered that kind of disagreed with Brandon Steele as a human, but you're like, man, I, ah, the research says this is what it is. Like, oh, all right, I'll publish this. I'll put it on our, our, our service. So if, if anybody wants to see my little tirades, subscribe to our blog because um, you know, there's a lot of research that comes out and regurgitating research is one thing and anybody can really do that. Um, but I think a lot of times, uh, research has to have only a couple variables they can, they can, uh, you know, put into a study and they forget about everything else that goes into that. You know, kind of like we talked about lumbar spine disc herniation. Um, yes, you got them out of pain and yes, manipulation and traction worked for you. But what if you had manipulation, traction and McKenzie? What if you had manipulation, traction, McKenzie, and some better patient education? Um, so what we're finding now is that when we get these, the top performers, the people at the end of the year with the great results is they have little pieces they just kind of add to what we already know. As far as the most surprising thing, I would say adding scapular stability. Um, so obviously adding scapular stability and correcting scapular dyskinesis and glenohumeral conditions, um, whether they're squatting, doing some snatching, whatever it may be, that seems pretty easy for all of us to understand. 
However, now I'm starting to do scapular stability exercises for my uh, lateral condylopathy patients uh, with my radial tunnel syndrome patients. I'm starting to work on their shoulder blade and shoulder mechanics um, when they're having these distal issues. And that's something that I learned that I was a little skeptical on. Mm-hmm. And I'm getting better results with. And maybe it's not the very beginning of care, but I'm going to send them home with those exercises um, to get better results. Yeah, I mean, if you're the... <laughs> with all those conditions you just... Uh, mentioned, in my mind, the clinical workup that I've seen, and again, I'm biased, is those people complained to their primary care, got some sort of NSAID or maybe Voltaren gel or something, uh, some analgesic, and then went to the neurologist who ran a bunch of tests and offered no treatment, and they still have pain. That's what I'm hearing. And if you are known as the person that can get rid of the nagging upper extremity issues, whether it be at the shoulder, elbow, wrist, or hand, like, Woo, man, you become a tool in somebody else's toolbox that wants to refer you a ton of people, I think. Yeah, and, and, and the same goes that as, a, as a chiropractor. If you're getting better results than I'm getting, I want to know what you're doing differently. I'm not proud. Uh, I'm, I'm definitely, if you're doing something better, hey, yeah. let's start implementing that in my practice. To get the best did, did you have that experience? I mean, when you were looking at these bright stars or, or going, hey, uh, you know, oh, we're doing well. It takes us, I'm going to throw something out there. TOS takes us 12 visits and we're getting better than 90% relief. And then you looked at somebody else and were like six visits and 96% relief. What the. Yeah. And I think that the biggest addition to that was, well, I'll say two. Um, one was uh, McKenzie directional therapy. I have no vested interest in that company. I'm not a speaker or anything like that. Um, adding directional preference to a lot of stuff has just been tremendous. In fact, the number one, um, video that is, uh, viewed as far as our system of subscribers is a cervical retraction exercise. Um, so a lot of people are kind of gra- gravitating towards that because it does get such great results. The other one is taping. And, and I don't mean to sound negative against taping because I have nothing against, in fact, I, I love a dynamic tape and I love kinesio tape. So I have nothing against the actual product. Um, I just haven't seen great research to back up its effectiveness, but experience wise and patient wise, they get better results. So that's a situation that we don't necessarily recommend it through Cairo because we can't find enough evidence to support it for mm-hmm. across the board. Um, but clinically, do I use it? Yeah. And, and that, that's what makes us doctors, um, making the best decision for our patients. Yeah, that's awesome. I think, man, can you imagine having this resource? I mean, of course, you're a fan of Cairo, but imagine if you weren't having this resource your first two years in practice. I, you know what? So I'll go one step further. Um, Cause it's almost like cheating at this point. <laughs> there are a lot of schools that don't necessarily like it because it is so easy to use. Yeah. Um, we're in the current, we're designing it right now. We're going to hopefully have an app for students. Students get it for free. So all, all, Oh God. Seven oh my God. <laughs> yeah, so seven colleges already use Cairo up. They, all their students uh, use it in clinical. So wait, wait, if there's a student listening and their school hasn't recommended, but they, they can still go on your site and get it for free. Yeah, so we've never marketed to a school. Schools usually contact us. Um, when it oh, my gosh. I mean, if there's any students listening, you got to sign up for this like yesterday. Yeah, we'll get a lot of like, you know, we'll get 50 to 100 students signed up by time. So we'll contact their administration and say, hey, you've got mm-hmm. a lot of students using this. Uh, just so they're aware of the resources they're using. Um, but yeah, we've had great success with that. In fact, all of our great ideas have come from students you know, because what wow. do they have? more time than money. Um, so they had the time and the energy uh, to give us the research, to give us the new emerging technologies yeah. and incorporate it. Wow. Man, it's it, because I'm sure you've, have you taken the SFMA? 
I did when it was FMS a long time ago when I was in school. Okay. Uh, not the SFMA. Yeah. It, it's fine. So here's my experience. It was funny because I took it when I was about four or five years into practice and it made me a much better diagnostician. And that first workbook that I was given has probably like 40 names written in the columns of where I think I went wrong with that patient, you know? And I was, and so now I teach the SMA and I think I always say like the only downside to this is you don't have enough energy, negative emotional energy around screwing enough people up. And so if you learn it in school, sometimes you don't value how great the education is, mm-hmm. you know, because you're like, because I don't know if you've had this experience, Brandon, you seem like, uh, you've done everything right. But I've, there are people where I know that they were in worse shape when they left my office and when we started. Oh, and, sure. and that experience drove me to find the best methods of treatment, the best methods of diagnosis. Had I not had that experience, I, success is a horrible teacher, you know? And I may have had, if I had too much early success, I may have been jaded and think, oh, everything I'm doing is right. You know, because you don't, you don't have anybody to compare it against. You, there is no national scoreboard of chiropractors and, and their success rate. I mean, except what you're telling me now exists in Cairo, in Cairo up. <laughs> so I hope anybody listening gets it. And I think that maybe it is easy. And I'm just wondering, you know, if it's better to have those times where you weren't able to get people better to understand why these protocols are so important and why a standardized system is so important. Two things you just said was, I, I truly believe one of the, the downfalls of chiropractic is that manipulation works so well. And uh, that's, people laugh when I say that, but if manipulation didn't work so well, we would really have to fight to actually classify people to, to get them into the who's going to be best suited for manipulation. When in all actuality, manipulating spots that hurt does get a lot of people out of pain. As much as that pains me to say that, uh, if nothing else, if you took everything away from me except manipulation, I'd probably still get 80% of people well. Um, yeah. You look at these jokers who do just manipulation for two minutes and like they're getting pretty good results. Not awesome, but pretty good. Yeah, so I, I, I'm 100% on board with I never want to get away from manipulation. Um, but the second part of what, that, what you just said is that manipulation works so well um, for, for most clinicians because our job is not to treat patients um, and that our job is to diagnose patients. And that if we get the right diagnosis and we know the right pathway of treatments to put them on uh, and manipulation is one of those pieces, and that's what we focus on as far as chiral up, then we get better results. And uh, I think that if, if you could, if I could get every single patient out of pain in one visit, there would be a line from my door to your door of people waiting to see me because that that would be the ultimate of getting people out of pain in one visit. So we have to continue to work as, as, as diligent as possible to get those visits as low and low and low as possible. And some people may think that's counterintuitive, but if you get somebody out of pain in three to four visits, they're satisfied with the care. They're going to tell 50 other people about the care in your office. Um, So that's where we're going as far as the perception of where we'd like to see chiropractic go. Nice. So that they are like a hole in one provider. <laughs> uh, hole in one as far as the results. <laughs> I know. It's funny how there are certain terms in certain populations. You go, that's not what I said. But yeah. Well, one shot and you, you know, one shot, six kills kind of uh, approach the thing, right? Like if I can get rid of three complaints in one, one visit, it's, it's amazing. It, and by the way, like, Again, I personally don't think there's ever been a better time to be a chiropractor. You look at the opioid epidemic is fuel into like that is fuel into our jets, man. Like that is awesome. I I don't want people to get injured or hurt from that. But 
when all these primary care physicians are going to be mandated, hey, you can't give opioids as a first line of defense, it's like, fantastic, what do we do, right? Because, I mean, that's the habit they've built. I don't think a lot of chiropractors or even physical therapists in that respect know how to market all the great research that has come out. And unfortunately, you look at all the, the, uh, the CDC, the FDA, Department of Defense, you look at, the, obviously, the, the articles in JAMA and yeah. um, uh, Archives of Medical Medicine, they're all pro-chiropractic. But the question is, is most of our chiropractors don't even know those are out there um, as compared to their, you know, their patients or the mm-hmm. public around them. So there has to be some kind of avenue uh, to make that happen. And that's why we do a lot of Facebook posts um, and we do the blog because a lot of people share that information um, on their own website. Um, yeah. But it's tough because, you know, I mean, articles come out on a monthly basis. Uh, trying to decipher all those and to put them out there is, a, it's, well, it's a job. It's, it's a company. <laughs> luckily you yeah yeah i mean but that's a huge part of i mean it's not just you going through that right you have a team of people that that's all they're monitoring yeah and you can look at our uh board directors we have diplomates in every field as far as chiropractic goes and rehab and orthopedics and occupational health and radiology Uh, and they send us all the information uh so we can hopefully get the best information from all the different uh fields of study awesome dude that's so awesome uh you said you're building an app for uh, patients and for, for, uh, providers. Is that right? Yes. We've got a version two coming out. It's actually out. It's not actually live. Uh, so we're in the process of breaking it right now, which will happen. Uh, Mm -hmm. so we'll, we'll spend a month breaking it on our own. And then we have a a group of 10 beta testers who are going to actually try to break it in their own office. Mm -hmm. Um, so we're assuming by the end of June, maybe July, have it out for everybody else. Uh, but it's going to be much easier. We're prescribing condition reports in about four clicks um, and the ability to send all that information to your patients and that ability for that patient to actually look at their videos, look at their education from an app on their own wow. phone. Um, so that's going to be really neat. And the ability right now you can put in your own, everything's customizable. You put in your own exercise, you put in your own content, you put in your own pictures. Uh, but this is going to be a little bit easier. It's not going to be housed with outside um, applications. Everything will be in-house. So if you want to take your own videos on how to do a proper squat, you take your iPhone out, you shoot it, upload Cairo up, and the next patient you see, it's ready for them. Wow, that's amazing. Uh, that's absolutely incredible. That, that idea is one of the reasons, uh, you know, let me talk about my sponsor real quick because they build apps for uh, people who are out there practicing. Uh, sounds like you guys have an incredible app that's, that's, and this is just going to be included in membership, by the way? It is. So it's not like an additional $2,500 or something? No, it'll be, it'll be branded to their clinic and uh, it comes along with this. Wow. Get affordable. Nice. Awesome. Well, uh, our, uh, sponsor is Membrant. They help, uh, businesses like ours build a, an app specific to your company. So it'll be branded in the app store under your clinic's name. If you, uh, want to put that together or maybe you want to have a, a education. So if you're a, somebody that works in the world of golf and you want to have a golf fitness app all designed around your logo and your content, then Membrant is the uh, company to work with. They're actually the ones who built the Clinic Gym hybrid app that should be out. Uh, we're in that same beta phase of trying to get people to break it. It's, it's funny how you can't find these bugs on your own, and <laughs> but you get 10 users in there and they'll find 100 of them. Yeah, so if you guys want to check out Membrant, it has a D in there like, uh, like Rembrandt, but Membrant.com. Membrant.com is who built our app and uh, they can help you build an app as well. So, Brandon, I know we're up against the clock here. You got about three and a half minutes. I, man, I love hearing the stories of how this stuff developed. So from everything that you put together with Kyra up over the last three years, what is the, the thing that gets you most excited? 
Like uh, about, I don't know, just what's the, mo- the thing that gets you most excited uh, about what you found or what you empower chiropractors to do and, and the information you guys provide? I won't use any names, but we have uh, probably three to four chiropractors in the last, this is probably the last year that have contacted us and we've worked a lot with them and they converted their style of practice. And so they were practicing with a different philosophy um, and they always thought it was too difficult to go in the other way, which is be more of the evidence-based, evidence-informed model. And I think that the, the beauty of those people, the, um, uh, the, the space they have in my heart is because they knew there was a better way. They just didn't know how to do it. Yeah. People on a a weekly basis, we do a lot of talking around the the nation and uh, you hear people and they think it's too hard. And uh, evidence-based practice is not about remembering all those. It's just having the tools accessible to make sure that you can do that when you need to do it or read about it when you want to read about it. And uh, these, these guys have transformed their practice and they send us uh, their, their patient reviews and their Google reviews. And and they're proud of of the way they practice now. And and I think that's probably my, my biggest win. Um, I, the, the general consensus is, and my, my thought is that I want to change the perception of chiropractic, but I think that I'm only one person and, and Dr. Burlsman and Chirop is only one company that it's going to take a lot more people, um, to, to make sure we can change that perception, both at a community level, state level and national level. Um, so I think we have to change providers and, um, I think the students are moving in that direction. I think that the rationale is there to make that switch. Just like we talked about the research is there, the need is there with the public it just takes people having the right resources at the right time. And uh, I think that we're one of them, but there's many more in, in our profession. Um, and I think that as long as you're using the right resources and learning from the right mentors like yourself and like uh, the, the organizations you're a part of with uh, SFMA and what a, what a great, uh, wonderful way of, of diagnosing and treating us, uh, people have to understand that that's the way to go, uh, not just hammer down the high spots uh, and pray for the best. Couldn't have said it better myself, man. Thanks. <laughs> Thanks for having us. We appreciate it. I know it was a, it was a pleasure meeting you at the last seminar. And yeah. Will you be in St. Louis? I will be. Yeah. I will see you there. All right. Well, that's good enough for today, man. So on behalf of Dr. Brandon Steele and Cairo Up, this is Dr. Josh Satterley saying go out there, maximize your license, and live the life you dream of. Thanks a lot for taking the time today, Brandon. Boom! I hope that was impactful. I know I enjoyed that interview a lot. So if you're interested in learning more about the hybrid model, then go over to clinicgymhybrid.com where you can find out more information, including information on our accelerator program, which will lay out the 42 steps to get up and running with a hybrid facility of your own. This is Dr. Josh Sayerly. We'll talk to you later.